plays over it but it, they keep playing that I always mix that up with Mission that Impossible I can't the Mission Impossible time hold on I've got it you can never remember hold either on. or now that I've done that one. one let me see if I can yeah hold on <laughs> I'm trying so hard it's getting it's like... hard hold on I gotta... you get one stuck in your head and you can't think of the other one. Oh dear god I can't it's think impo- of it. It's actually... It's it is Mission, Mission, it's Mission Impossible. It's Mission Impossible to remember James... If you have Mission Impossible stuck in your head, you can't think of James Bond. But then when you have James Bond, you can't think of Mission Impossible. Why can't I think of this too? Yeah. I ha- Earlier today, I was like, I was like, I know how we're going to start the podcast. We're going to do the, the 007 theme. And I was playing the Mission Impossible theme in my head. And I was like, what's the 007 theme? Thank goodness you're here. Now we're in the opposite... <laughs> conundrum so now you've put me into your <laughs> hell you jugged me to your hell on purpose now i've got i've got to do it i've got to look it up anywho while he looks that up this is expect entertainment i'm glenn and i'm over here tanner we're gonna talk about no time to die no t- time to kill is that it that no, right. time no time to time die, to die. Oh, it's a silly name Dun, dun, there we go. Dun, yeah, dun, all dun, you need dun, is the, dun, dun, <laughs> all you need is the little constant ring. Anywho, it's not about Mission Impossible. It's about 007's latest movie and the final Daniel Craig James Bond movie. I was gonna say it's potentially ain't the got last, no time to die. Potentially the last James Bond movie and I say that only because of the way this one ended not a single one has ended like this this one is very different than any other James Bond movies in, in multiple ways it feels like they've concluded it I don't they'll never be done with they concludified it like some kind of dispatcherator they'll never end James Bond that's no, the whole point not. I think they said like a month ago that in by 2022 they'll have already started looking for the new James Bond or something uh. So I'm like, okay, that's not going to take Let's long. See. Let's just keep pumping out. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I like James Bond, point, but, but I feel like eventually, you like you brought it up, Mission Impossible's turning into that. It's just going to be the same. But I don't think Tom Cruise is ever going to give it up. But if he does... No, he's going to die making Mission Impossible. Well, I was going to say, if he ever does stop, <laughs> then I feel like that's going to be like the new James Bond. They'll just recast Ethan Hunt. Do you think so? Because it's, it's, it's the, think so. it, the I, I think those two plus Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne feels like on the lower end of the spectrum because we don't. Oh, he, yeah, no, we're not. He's still not Jason getting any. Bourne. They're not making really any headway with that. Jason Bourne was the specific character. I think when they went because they couldn't recast Jason Bourne. They tried. Again. They tried. They tried to make a movie about everyone but him. Yeah. It didn't work out. That's why yeah. the franchise. And they tried to make a TV show, which was down, down crap too I forgot they made that yeah you watched that I remember yeah I did I, I was excited yeah. I forgot about it completely it was just like a bunch of like successful agents like Jason like Jason Bourne like you know had the amnesia and like yeah. failed the system or whatever it was about all the successful agents Ooh. and there was like seven or eight of them cause that's co- totally the name that we look for cause Bourne yeah 
totally about And yeah, it was called like The Born something. No, it was called Treadstone. The show yeah. was just called Treadstone because it was about those about programming. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It was so so. I, I, I personally think that eventually, because there's no other like spy, major spy thriller show movie yeah. out there besides Mission Impossible. I feel like they're back and forth. James Bond will never end because the whole point was to recast him. But Mission Impossible, I don't see continuing because Tom Cruise like leads all of that. I mean, presently. But yeah. they're almost at ten. They're on eight. Yeah. And I think that's crazy. I feel like once he gets to ten, it's going to turn into the Fast and Furious franchise, and he's going to drive his cars into space. But he's I just, already going to space. I just feel like eventually he's not going to be able to do these. I could see them and doing. Pass it on I could see him doing else. more Mission Impossible's, but I don't think they'll recast Ethan Hunt. You're right. I'm I think tell you, it, I think they're going to do it right now. They're going to make him have a long lost. Bastard son out there. He'll have a child, and, and then the tenth movie, he's an adult, and it'll reboot the franchise like it needs to be rebooted. It's pretty great right now. Yeah, I like. I enjoy the Mission Impossible. They're, they're pretty good. They're a little. I feel like. I feel like they're having the same problem that James Bond is having, where people like these extended films because yeah, you get to see more, but they're not filling it properly like I feel like they, they fill it but it's only like there's like these 20 minute gaps between the, like the big stuff that we we expect to see from these franchises especially from this newest James Bond film you didn't seem to think that but I'm also like I said in previous podcasts I sometimes have to see extended long movies more than once uh, especially ones like this because uh, even during the theater I was teetering in and out on the lulls I felt like there just wasn't enough action. There, there was no stakes until, like, the end. I feel the opposite. Really? Maybe not near the beginning. I don't know. And see, I like the beginning. It's a very different movie. It's not your average James it's, Bond. Yeah, like, everything was different, and I really liked that. Because, like, oh, like, you go see a James Bond movie, you know exactly what's going to freaking happen, more or less, to a degree. This one changed up the formula, in my opinion. Kind of. And I, I just felt like it was a little too slow. It, it, the pacing, I felt, was off. Mm, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, the re- well I'm, I'm getting very general, because I don't remember how the movie... I don't remember everything. The beginning the was interesting to me. So, the beginning, James Bond's kind of, like, trying to retire, or whatever. He's not with the company anymore. He's not with MI6. And you forgot about the intro scene. This is the intro scene. The okay. intro scene, it showed that it showed Madeline when she was a girl, a little girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. We see and Pat. Yeah, we, Robbie get to Malik see, is, we get to see why the bad guys mixed in with their lives. Which I thought was interesting because, I mean, I don't know if they said Madeline at the beginning. They might have said her name when she was a kid. Uh, the mom might have. Yeah, I think so. But I, just having, I rewatched all the one, all Daniel Craig's. Bond movies before this, and having rewatched Spectre like the night before, mm-hmm. she had even talked about in the movie. She was like, "Yeah, but I bet you didn't. Da- your dad didn't keep a Glock behind the bleach under the the bathroom sink." And and that intro sequence, yeah, she goes before I even before she heard her name, she went into the bathroom and there was the gun taped to the wall behind the bleach. And I was like, "Oh, that must be that must be Madeline when she's a kid." And nifty, that's cool. I did, that was just the first thing I thought about. I was wondering if you would even remember that, because that's like a throwaway line. Yeah, it's like a throwaway line. That yeah. you wouldn't have even probably remembered. Uh, oh, nifty. But that's cool. That, that I thought that was a cool little It's like they made egg. the movies. 
Well, that was the thing, though, is like each one of these films from the beginning were supposed to play off each other. Yeah. But they never really. They never really did. Yeah, these last two were like. It's like the. It's like all five were supposed to be interlocked, and like yeah, the ending of the first one went into the beginning of the second. But between Quantum of Solace and Skyfall, there's no. I always thought that in so in the very end of. Casino Royale, Royale Casino Royale. The first one. I always don't remember the names for some reason. He's in like freaking what Venice and the the buildings like sinking or whatever and falling apart. I always figured that that was that was supposed to be Christoph Waltz, the guy that like he's kind of chasing, and he gets. He away. killed that guy. But he oh does he kill that guy? I thought he I thought that guy got away. Remember he like, used oh, he has the nail gun. Christoph Waltz. And he shoots the nail gun. And it goes right through the blacked out lens on his glasses. Yeah, it goes through the eye, and I was like, oh, Christoph Waltz's well, like character has the eye nail. thing. That's all. Christoph Waltz's character Only this much of the nail was poking out of that glass lens. He, he, he got full nail. I thought, hey, maybe that could be Christoph Waltz. No, I, 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 if that guy, if they did kill that guy right there, because we never saw him ever again. And then Inspector, remember, he was normal looking. He had both of his eyes. That's true, yeah. And at the end of Spectre, he gets the the scar from the explosion. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember seeing that now, and I was like, oh, that must not be him. Anyway, back to No Time to Die. Anywho, yeah. So yeah, James Bond is officially retired. He hung up his cape after he caught Blofeld, which I thought was stupid because, again, a man... We I, got the leader of Spectre or But even, I even knew from there, I was like, that's, he's gonna be able, to, every mob boss, this isn't even a mob, oh, yeah. this guy's bigger this is, than the mob. This is the, yeah. And like, <laughs> mob bosses run their business from jail, so I, I could easily see Blofeld, like, that's not gonna stop anything unless yeah. you just kill him now, and he, he chose to be better than that, and he didn't wanna, he didn't wanna kill him. That's what you get. So... But uh, Continuing yeah, on. J- James Bond wants to be retired with his with his uh, new girl that isn't just a one shot off girl. It's this it's Leia Sedu from the previous film settling down, which is different for James Bond. I mean, he wanted to do that in the first movie. Yeah, but she was just a bitch. No, she wasn't. That's literally the line he says in the first movie. Okay, <laughs> mean it. clearly know. five hey. movies hey. through five of hey. these movies, she's the one constant that keeps getting brought the fuck up. Anytime somebody thinks James is going bullshit or Aloy's like, dude, stop thinking about Vesper, you dumb cunt. Like, be James Bond. So Sorry, that, I hate so, using that word, but so that, that one was necessary. That that's is that who that was supposed to be? The grave, the chick from yeah. Eva Green from yeah. the first movie. That's who that was her picture on it. It didn't look like it at all. I thought it did to me. Her hair was done up like she was from Penny Dreadful, but yeah, I, it, I was I, I was like, who is that? And I couldn't remember. I was like Vesper. Who's I thought it was odd that? that they took, even though she's okay. Greek, they took her body to be buried with ancestors. But like the person before her has like been there for a while. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. like the newest grave on this tomb after like a hundred so, years yeah. or so. So it's like, where are her parents? James Bond's finally settling down spoiler. and goes and. Uh, does one last thing to visit the grave of the first chick that because, he because the girl he was with told him he should go and pay his respects to let her go. Yeah. Then whatever. Well, that was important because all I, of a sudden I've never I've never been in a relationship where where my wouldn't my girlfriend would be like, hey, you should go talk to your ex 
and just tell her like everything's I. Right. Well, it wasn't like that though. She was dead. I mean, he, I guess she was dead. She's yeah. dead. I mean, he's uh, got to uh, let her go. I mean, he's just he's always thinking about her. She's dead. I mean, it's his fault or partly his fault. Nah, she was just some dead chick. Anyway, uh, so while he's at the grave, Remini's <laughs> about to leave. All of a sudden, it explodes. This message will self-destruct in five seconds. Yeah. And obviously, he thinks that... This was really cool. He uh, thinks the girl is the one that did it, which, I mean, from the get-go, I mean, I never even first thought that. That wasn't. That didn't even yeah, come to my he, brain. Yeah, he immediately jumps to the conclusion that she, that Leia Seydoux's chick was, like, the one behind it. Is that her character name in the Death Stranding? Or something. We, That's her what's actress's her? name. Okay, I didn't, I, didn't know, I didn't know her real name, and I kept That's thinking her real that name. sounds like something from Death Stranding. I'm like, Death stop Stra- saying that. In Death Stranding, she plays Fragile. That's her name okay. in Death Stranding, is Fragile. I don't know her name in James Bond. Madeline, there we go. God, Jesus. Madeline Swan, which Madeline made me think Swan. of Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh my God, you're right, it does. Every time I hear Swan, I, it, it was Elizabeth Swan, Swan, Swan Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Just oh hearing that God. last name, Swan, it just... <laughs> It's not, oh my it's god! Not a usual name. So he ends up getting attacked on his way back after the explosion. It was cool too. The explosion did the shockwave sound effect this, thing. Uh, shock. I, th- I thought that was, they did really good. I mean, like it's hard to screw that up, but it seemed like really good to see it in a um, new movie yet again. You don't. We don't see that too too often, and it makes me wonder. I'm, I'm, I hate. I don't want this. Just so you know. I don't want to but shell I, shock myself. But I want to. It, but I, I want, want to know, to know if it's really if like that, that is where, how it where it's just the, the slight whistle. whistle. I've always wondered how like how long it lasts because like some people say like it'll never go away. Like if you get shell shocked hard enough, like you'll constantly bust your hear like a little like thanks. It's the wind blowing through your eardrums. Yeah, because there's no brain. Uh, it's no, just it's one like, ear to the good other. Good lord. But uh, yeah, it was, it was cool. So he gets. Uh, like I said, he gets attacked, and I also think this was a little out there to be realistic, but I mean, they did the stunt. I mean, it, it was clearly proven. But when the he drops down behind that there's stone... One, there's one perfect little ramp stone in the yeah, corner of this bridge. out of the en- this entire bridge. There's no other one, and he's able to duck behind it, and they're going just fast enough to where it, the, car, the tire doesn't drop down yeah. past the... They're they're going just fast enough, and it was a cool stunt. I mean, I wish they hadn't shown that in the trailer so much. It would have been cool to really actually like yeah. see that firsthand. Because when you see a trailer for a year plus, and it's like you finally see the movie, yeah, no, it's like, oh, he's problem. gonna duck behind that rock. He's gonna get on a motorcycle. He's gonna slide up this yeah. other thing, and it's just it's. I hate that was something I liked about the movie though is the fact that. Almost Most of the trailers all of the trailers were the yeah. first like twenty minutes. Even the part with Rami Malek that we saw. Yeah. There was a cup there was a couple of very short scenes in trailers that was like, Oh, this took part here. Like I think there's a scene where he's walking through the forest, like reloading a gun in the trailer. Maybe. For, but remember. like he's li- that's like it. Just like little panning shots. Just like little little panning shots. Uh but I liked <laughs> it. He I liked it. He uh he got on that motocross bike and he went up like the steepest fucking hill I've ever seen. It was cool. He like tackles the guy off the bike too. The action I thought was like really nice. I really enjoyed oh, the action. Attacking, tackling him. Well, see the thing. The th- this was the big thing to me about James Bond. James Bond not, isn't isn't just like action, but it's like the gadgets. Yeah. He didn't really have any gadgets in this movie. Yeah, there at weren't all. as many gadgets in this movie. And what, that's kind of a huge. Ones? That's a huge moment of like James Bond coming to to whatever the 
friggin' dude's name is. And he's like, what's the gadget for oh, this episode? Oh, uh, Q, quartermaster. Q. Yeah, yeah, yeah. quartermaster. And he's always like, James Bond, here's the... He always here's says something the, new for here's him. Here's the ghetto blaster. It's like, it's the, like uh, the, 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 the tech of the week or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was always cool. And like the, even the previous Daniel Craig Bonds, I noticed that just steadily declining yeah. ratio of uh, there gadgets. Is, Even the like, fourth movie had one gadget and it was the watch. Yeah. And he didn't use it until literally the very end of the movie. Yeah. And, and in this movie I don't remember a gadget. The watch. Again. It was the EMP watch. And he uses it twice. Didn't he get a watch? Did, did he receive the watch in this movie? Yeah. Does he get a watch in another one? He got a watch in the fourth movie. Did he? Did it do something different though? No. Oh no. It did because that's how he defeated Blofeld. He took. Remember, uh, um, Madeline walks up to him after he's being he's strapped to that torture chair mm-hmm. with his hands behind his back and yeah. he undoes his watch. She comes up and like kisses him, basically saying "quote unquote" goodbye. Yeah. Blofeld gave her that chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hands the watch to her and she slides it on the floor. It's a bomb watch. It's EMP. Because oh, it really? shorts out his computer systems. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then it yeah, releases right. him from the chair, that's and then right. he does that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So I kind of I yeah, got both. Same, so same in, in this watch. one, that's right, in this new one is when he used the watch and he, like, put it up to somebody and stunned him, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he, the new guy. He, he breaks into the... The guy with the eye. Yeah, the guy that's with the eye. For the end of the movie. Spo- yeah, there's going to be massive spoilers from here on out, because we're going we're into the movie. And I'm remembering... Very little in but, key uh, parts. He uses the, so he gets the EMP watch and he uses it to unlock an electronic door and then he uses it to kill the... the and then, the then he didn't get guy. any new gadgets. That was the so same yeah, one from the, the last movie. I don't remember gadgets. anything new. Well, well, I guess the newest down. thing was the spy plane. But, but I mean, to be fair, the whole point is that he's like not James Bond anymore. Like he's trying to he's be retired. Seven. So yeah, he's trying to come. We'll get there. We'll get there. So... He makes it back to the hotel. Anyway, first off, this this movie does a lot of good points of, of teasing things. And uh, so he fights the guy on the bike, and he pops the guy's eye out. And he and the guy has a fake eye, and he's choking the guy out, and he pop, and he slams his head up on the brick wall and knocks him out, and his fake eye pops out. Yeah. And then, like, it, like, extends out into this, like, techie looking thing. Like and, a and USB drive. James Bond, like, looks at it, he's like, Huh, that's weird. And and that's it. Didn't he? I thought he picked it up. He might have taken it. I can't remember if he did or not. It doesn't come into play if he does bring it back with him, so I don't, I don't know. But he just looks at it weird and they're like, huh, that's a, that's a thing. Like a foreshadowing <laughs> thing. And, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, so he gets back to Madeline and he accuses her, yells at her. He's like, why the hell are you doing all this shit? Gets I'm, back I'm to Madeline. Being verbatim. Complain. Verbatim. Yeah, thinks that she's the reason that he's been attacked. It's like they have, they, it's, well, he thought Blofeld's in jail. He's like, how could they have found me? We've been off the grid for this long. And then the one time yeah. you tell me to go do something by myself. I get attacked. I get attacked. And it's yeah. like, how the hell did they get here? So he's pretty much, quote unquote, done with her. He's freaking done. Like right then and there, he's, he's he's done with it all. He literally cut his ties, and he realizes that he will never be able to find a true love, be with somebody, and get away with them. Yeah, live happily ever after. Um, so he gets in the car, and all so of a sudden, the, the, the guys good old classic Aston Martin. Yes, the most beautiful car, and I love that they brought it back, and they didn't. Very, well, they ended nice. the fourth movie with it, um, if you recall. Yes, I was that dude. 
Well, Q gave he came back to Q after that, and he was like, "I need your help with something." He's like, "What?" And he Q helped him fix up the car because it was it was on cinder blocks in the in the garage, and he took the brand new one and he wrecked it. Yeah. Um. So they got the car back, and she's still just beseeching James that she didn't do it. It's not her fault. And while she's doing that, all these guys catch up to him and they surround the vehicle and they just start a nice fun car chase. No, not even that yet. They they started uh, they saw all the guys started unloading on the car, and well, the guy who was missing his eye. It's a car chase before and after all of them. It's a little car chase. I thought they. I thought he he shoots them all up and then he drives off and then they chase him. Both. There's a little car chase at okay, first because they I'm, catch up to him and then they corner. Like I said, him. There's a lot to take in. There's a lot of stuff. And then yeah, and then we've seen you've seen in the trailer the car just getting massively and shot. Up I don't know how thick that bulletproof glass and was. Boy. But that guy was just shooting that one spot, so, spot, one spot for like, <laughs> what, like eight rounds. So what was really cool, I liked this because like James Bond was just so chill about it. Like he was just like. He knew, he knew it would hold. He knew it would hold, yeah. That was so cool to me. I was like, oh dude, he's so freaking cool. He was just sitting there and that guy just like, they all shoot at it and I'm like, okay, yeah. And that, that's the, another thing. I wish they hadn't have shown that in the trailer All the bullets too. would hold that, but then yeah, that guy comes up with the shotgun and just like point blank shoots like eight rounds and James Bond was like. No, it's not gonna get in here, partner. But see, that, that like you said, it was, it was a cool moment because she's just screaming at him. And she's like, just like, please, James, and he just, he just he's gonna right get through her. eventually. He just looks right at her and he's just like, okay. But it did, it did really. I really liked that because I don't know how like good bulletproof glasses, but like I know you can shoot like the same spot like a good three or four times. I, yeah, the, and, and it was that's cool to it, see it, like the progression of it. Yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't crumbling. penetrate. It and just like, crumbles cool, away. Dude. But but he shot it like eight times and I've seen bulletproof glass being shot a lot and eventually you can just punch through it but that it's once MI6 this is true I don't know how like I don't know how thick the, the glass James was but Bond I, I assume because it was on like a 1940s Aston Martin that it's only like a millimeter thick I don't know no dude it's presidential glass. So he says, okay, he pushes the red button, and all of a sudden the twin we Gatling get, guns out of the headlights James Bond come out. Coming. That was the prob- to me, that, and it was in the trailer also, but that was probably one of the coolest moments in the movie. Yeah. Just to have him do those donuts. Doing some donuts, mowing people and down. Just shri- flip, and nobody flip, flips the smoke. I don't know how the, 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 the one eyed guy didn't get hit by any of those bullets. Yeah, it was kind of rare you didn't see anyone get like absolutely obliterated by it also which i guess was the movie pg-13 yeah. i know we talk about it a lot but yeah PG-13. Uh, yeah yeah that was, that was probably why you don't want to see someone get chewed through with many guns i mean yeah but I mean, you, I mean saving private <laughs> no that was definitely r <laughs> but saving private no dude oh, I had to think about it. guts hanging out on normandy i had bro. to think about that one for a second i was like is i feel like that's pg-13 but i was like oh that's really gory it's gorier than saw I don't know if that one counts. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Yet again, there's no like brutality. There was a little bit of blood, but not. Yeah, a little bit of blood, but like nothing like. Gore. I guess you really do get away with a lot more when you decide to do those extra. And, and, so, even uh, yeah. Logan, it wasn't. Uh, it was R-rated, and they even had an extended cut that had even more blood. Yeah. And it was yeah. just like, good God! Imagine like, okay. what they gave us was R-rated already. And it didn't have hardly any blood. Um. So he cool. he he. And then, uh, they drive off. They get back to MI6, but then doesn't he leave her? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his his plan now is that he realizes he can't be with anyone and he can't be safe with anyone. So he drives her to the to the train station and says, "Shoo shoo." Yeah, that's right. He puts her on a train and she does the classic. I'm gonna run the opposite way of the train to keep and, him. And he's just like, "You'll never see me again." And I was and like, he, "Boy, he's freaking like he's done." I, the he's fact, the done. fact that he turned and walked away before the train even left uh, that was pretty apparent. But I want to I want to ask. So here's there's another tease at this moment that was so obvious to me, and I don't know if you caught it. He puts her on the train, and she's standing there looking out of the door on the train before the door closes, and she does something. Did you catch it? Did she, like, rub her stomach or something? She literally, she puts her hand on her stomach. I didn't think... And, that, like, I, it just instantly, I, I was I like, did, she I has didn't notice it, didn't look at it, didn't notice that at all. Because it's the uh, classic thing to me. I was like, but if, as soon any, as if any woman has an emotional moment and goes, oh, no, I, I should, our I baby. Should've, I should have thought and then that. I, was just I didn't like, even pay any attention to her touching your stomach. But I will say, as soon as I saw that she had a kid... Um, yeah, I mean, instant, immediately. And then yeah, the, the classic... Tr- I mean, we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, but it teases it right there. I was like, oh, wow, she, she's pregnant with this kid. Uh, so after that, we roll into the credit, the intro credits, finally, after a probably 10-minute intro. Yeah, so, it was, so yeah, again, it, it was, was different. Intro. Like, usually the past... James well, they, they Bond movies. Even the last several, the last several, they have that intro, and then they. It was play. usually like a big action intro. Yeah. This one kind of had like a little prequel of like he's retired. It's nice. We even and we even had the prequel before that of Madeline's youngness. Yeah. It was a, then, like I said, a, a much and then much, a retired segment and then the action. In. We're probably 20, 30, almost thirty minutes so in. So it was, it was cool to get a, that mix up before we had the intro. I like song. that. Uh, Billy Eilish did the intro, the James Bond theme song was good. for this movie. It's like we were talking about. It, it wasn't like awe-inspiring, amazing. In my me. head, maybe it's because I really, really liked Sam Smith's song from Spectre, uh, yeah. "The Writing on the Wall." I, th- I thought that song and Billie Eilish's song sounded very similar. Yeah. Just in the way that they maybe not the, the exact tone, but they, they just how they go. They get like soft spoken yeah. at one point, and, and then, then all of a sudden like it's like. Then they say the title of the song, yeah. and then it's just like I don't know. They, those two out of mm-hmm. all the five that have come out for Daniel Craig, those two sounded very similar. Where the others were completely yeah different. But it was I mean, good opening as always. Yeah, I was, same same openings. Let's it, be honest. I, I mean, There's no difference in them other than just there Casino Royale has casino uh, chips. There's still some has older desert movies sand or whatever. There's still some older movies in the franchise that I haven't watched, but I'm trying to figure out when they started that. The huge opening because even the, ori- the like original ones, which yeah. I'm kind of I don't think had those overly yeah, dramatic I don't, intros. I don't think so either. So I'm trying to remember like what brought that on or what 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 made no that wonder. catch. But, uh, but I've really liked it since they've, it's they've done in, it. Yeah, it's in. It's become it's, James Bond. It is the James Bond thing to have opening credits, which is very rare in movies nowadays. To I'll have say any for up until like the nineties, probably <laughs> that they they always showed you the credits before the movie, and yeah. then the movie would just end. Yeah. Um, this one has both now. <laughs> so the sequence happens. We cut back. But then we jump ahead uh, like seven years or something, seven or twelve years, don't we? Wasn't that long? Five, five, six I think it was years. Five years, something like that. Because the girl was, the girl was still young. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was just five then, which was that. shocking to both of us. I thought I was like, oh wow, they don't. Yeah, like, they, they, they you don't, don't do that, in James Bond. They've Blonde, never you know? done a yeah. time jump, at least like that. Like to that degree, you know. Um, I was like, oh wow. 
So he's, he's James still, Bond is retired on his own now, living yeah, living on a island beach. Somewhere. Got his 401k and <laughs> he's Dunzo Beans. He, he's out of the game. He doesn't want to do anything else. Uh, I can't. I'm. I'm. Losing, and, uh, it's the beginning part that I'm. Yeah, I'm it's kind of, I forget what kind of like really happens, but uh, I can't remember what brought him in. The CIA get in touch with him, which is uh. Yeah, that was uh, Jeffrey Wright's character. Jeffrey Wright, there we go. I couldn't think of it. He and his. I'm gonna say this right now for a character that's been in all five, of, almost all five of these movies. Yeah. He has gone downhill. He was yeah, like, I know. fancy suit. I'm playing poker for the U.S. government. Down to, I look like a down to homeless person in mm. Tijuana. But I mean, to be fair, they're in they're in like Tijuana. I so know, I mean, but know, it, it just I, just each movie don't he just kept getting in. worse. He blends in properly. Maybe that's yes. it. So, they ask for his help, and he's not, I mean, he's cooperative, I mean, he's willing he to He would help. like to, but he doesn't want to. He's, he's retired. He's done. He, he doesn't want to do anything. He's but done some things. What the fuck was it that made him... And, um, as he leaves this super bar movies. area, he bumps into a random black chick, which, for whatever reason, he doesn't registered that it's the black chick that he worked with. He's never seen her before. Has he never seen her before? That's not Many Penny. Money Penny. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the new the new girl, the new girl. Seven. Didn't he meet her in the previous movie? This was her first movie in the Bond franchise. She was not in the last movie. So that was just Money Penny in the last movie and I'm just stupid. Oh, okay. I'm not stupid, but Okay. I could have sworn she, like her and no, Money that was Penny the big thing. She, Monica, uh, she she played Monica Rambo in the Captain Marvel movie. Yeah, uh, she oh, it was oh, a big deal when she got stupid. cast in this movie because they said that she was cast as the new 007. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoiler. Oh, anyway, so stupid. he sees her and he doesn't have a car, so she asks him if he wants a ride. She breaks his car down. She's yeah, she uh, yeah. And, we don't know that yet. His car doesn't all of a sudden just doesn't home. work. Uh, and he eventually gets the smarts to go, oh, you're not just a chick that wants to hook up with me. Well, he found that after they got back to the hotel room <laughs> and she started, like, the, she dropped the, the accent and everything. Ripped off her dreadlock wig. She was like, uh, I'm, I'm the new double O. And he's like, care to know my number? <laughs> it's like... Yeah, she was real happy that she was double O seven now. She was rubbing it in his face. And, like, he still didn't give a rat. He was just like, I, it's just a number, I don't care. Really? I really don't care. <laughs> I, was like, I am so done with it all. And I don't care. I, I mean, that was the one thing I didn't really care for. I mean, I don't care that she was to new 007, but she was literally just like rubbing it in his face the whole movie. Yeah. And it was kind of weird because like, I was like, you, you know, you see it happen in like sports and other things like they'll retire the number or whatever. No, and then yeah, this one they like no no we'll just give 007 to someone else. I was like wow, that's I thought that was kind of harsh. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have necessarily done that. It's like, why like, would you want? I don't. Why don't would you want that they, number? Um, that's a big name to live up to. I know that so, too. But, but she was apparently like top of her class. I don't know if they've did it in these ones, but like in in previous ones, there's like 006 and there's a 009. They mentioned 009 like and the Latin. Did they did they mention them in those? Yeah. They mentioned well. The only reason that's they mentioned right. 009 because he uh, Bond was excited because he saw the new like. 
2016 or yeah. 2017 Aston Martin that's at the right. And they're like, this he's is like, this is 009's this is for car. 009. And then he just takes it. He's like, no, it's mine now. Well, he doesn't take it. He well, he does take it, but not right there. He, yeah, he, he comes, comes in back and the like, next day yeah, and the car's gone. He's like, oh no, he's like, son of a bitch. So like, you can't show James anything nice. Uh, so she talks to him. She gets him filled in with MI6 and that. So she she basically comes to be like I'm 007. It's my job. You just stay out of the way. You're done. You can stay retired and happy. I'll take care of it from here. I'm 007 now, bitch. Suck it up. But then and that makes him mad secretly. I think. I mean, he was a, I think he was a little peeved, but because immediately the next day he calls the CIA back and he's like, I'm in. Yeah, he helps them out. He finds out that it's like Spectre again or whatever, and he kind of like wants in. Oh, yeah. no, not yet, not yet, not yet. He, so, the guys at the CIA are looking for... Oh, I had it. Sorry, I lost it. Uh, <clears throat> he comes... I can't remember what the fuck... The, the, break, the break-in in the laboratory happens first before all this, right? And that's what cues the CIA to, like, go, Oh, we need to investigate this because this is some high-tech stuff. Yeah, that happens first because that's I'm that's what so tr- that's what triggers the CIA and MI six to start an, an investigation. So there's laboratory. We it's it's really unimportant because they don't say what it is. No, but he found out that it was Spectre somehow. And they figure out it's Spectre somehow. Yeah. I can't remember how it was that he found out that it was Spectre. He was in a meeting. No, he went in there and. Uh, to, he infiltrated and he found out that they were all talking to Blofeld from prison. He was in prison. Yeah. And they and all and all the Spectre people were still there at this party. Yeah, that's later though. That wasn't that much later. It was not much. I'm later. trying. It's I'm what trying comes so after when he decides to join the CIA. Then he goes to this party. Before a laboratory. But he didn't know it was Spectre before that. Maybe not. He didn't know it was Spectre until he heard it was Blofeld, and then he was like, "Wait a minute." How the hell is he talking? They expect to them? it's Spectre though, because he calls the CIA up and he's like, "It's Spectre, I want in." He he, he did that to MI6, I thought. He does that with the CIA. <laughs> he does it so many times, I can't remember. Anyway, oh God, I'm sorry. A laboratory gets uh, busted into and they steal some biotech weapon of some sort. We don't really know what it is. It's not a, not a big deal yet. We'll get to it in about uh, two minutes. And uh, and then uh, the CIA and MI6 went in on it. CIA gets in touch with James Bond, and they're like, we could use your help. You're super dope. And he's like, nah, I'm retired. And then he finds out MI6 is in on it, and that she's taking his number of 007, and he's like, all right, you know what? Screw you guys. I, I can do this. It's like, I can do it. So he, he joins the CIA. James Bond 007 is now working with the CIA. That was a twist. Shaked it up a bit. And it's not a big deal, but yet He's again, done it before. I mean, it's he different. Did, that's he helped the, the CIA get Lashif in the first movie. Yeah, but he was with MI6 then. Like this is it's a big deal. He's not with MI6. He's so not he 007. So W2. I mean, why does he have to have a W2? I'm saying it, this movie changed up a lot of things. I don't think I'm just saying that. Really it's not a big deal. It's not, but it's still like. If anything, it's not a change because he you knew he was going to do that anyway. So it didn't really change anything. It's to say it's James Bond's character. Anyway, he teams up with the CIA and infiltrates this party where they I'm think sorry, this, you this weapons. Every time you it. say teams up with the CIA, we've said it and so, so many. In teaming up with the CIA, you only 
Five cents, sir. <laughs> I warned you. I gave you fair warning. They bring in a new partner. And this was... I like this character. She's brand new. It's the chick from uh, Knives Out, which is probably how she got in the movie. I imagine. Oh, Anna de Armas. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they wasted her character. Yeah, I did too. I thought that she was just like this... You, you haven't seen this new girl on Walking Dead. There's a new chick called Princess... Nice. She's got this hot pink coat. She's Hispanic, but she just doesn't shut up. She nice. just constantly just... It's like a little fucking yapper dog. And she just, just doesn't... She repeats herself, repeats herself, repeats herself. And I felt zombie, like... Zombie, zombie, zombie. Anna de Armas, in this movie, she just... She, it was like her first mission. She wouldn't yeah. shut up. I liked it. I, she's more elegant than that. I thought she could have played a much... I thought she was going to be like a Bond girl. She was... She felt like a girl that they picked She's from American. an office job at the CIA. I was like, hey, do you want to be exactly. on a stakeout? It's cool to see the different terms, you know? Like, in the MI6, we have a new 007 agent. She's ready to fucking go and, and get the job done. Meanwhile, over at the CIA, they're giving off fit to freaking office it, it, chick, you know? Like, I hate to say this, but it kind of makes Americans look fucking shitty like we yeah. don't know how to fucking do it but she she does the job though she gets the job done yeah she's i mean yeah that was she the only thing about it she's got that persona like she's never done this before and what was she's so, able to just what was laser so, target people. what was so funny was like uh when they meet james bond is supposed to like give the code word password and she's supposed to give the response mm-hmm. and he like he meets up with her and she's just like oh yeah come this way he's like Wait, 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 uh, like, it, what's he, the code word? And he's like, uh, I'm supposed to tell you about, like, Blowfish Tuesday or whatever, and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to resp- respond with some phrase, uh, we got, we don't have time for that, let's go. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's it's just like, ah, come me, on. That, it, it just, I mean, yeah, it's a change of pace for a James Bond movie, but it, that's, to me, it, I mean, for a final outing of James Bond, it kind of felt lazy. I thought it was funny. I, I don't know. They've Maybe. done I, really, again, they've I done really good with that, with the whole, all five movies, I think. They've changed up. Because we were like, oh, yeah, it's great. Like they all I'm going like to go into a James Bond movie where we one. know what we're going to get. Because even in Casino Royale, he comes in and he's like, he orders his drink. And you're like, oh, yes, James Bond orders his martini. And it's shaken or stirred. And he goes, I don't give a fuck. Like, that's what a, his that response is. That was like the second or third and time like, he'd done And it. like, every time you're just like, oh, he's going to say shaken, not stirred. Because that's James Bond. But this time, he's like, I don't give a Fuck. And then every time after that in every movie he said shaken not stirred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the fir- <laughs> that was the first time. He said, he said do I look like, like I give a damn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know they've, they've mean, changed up things here that's and there. Subtle. And though. Like this it. seems like this is this, this changed the vibe. Yeah. And that's what I didn't like because it, it, it took it. me out of the moment. I was like, ooh, stakeout, tense moment. Girl who doesn't act like she's ever been doing this before. Oh! Fun. Giddy. It's a fun new time. James Bond is still experiencing new things I, I, even I, after retirement. I liked some of the things, but to me it just felt like <laughs> the vibe just kept shifting a lot in this movie particularly. He's retired. James Bond has never been retired before. That's all brand new. James Bond's never worked with the CIA before. It's all brand new. Actually, I think he was retired after this, the third movie. No. Oh. And then he came back again for Spectre. Because remember, third, the Skyfall was going to be the end to of the trilogy. To be fair, that was going to be Daniel Craig's end anyway. He's Each like, no, one of no, those after was back. supposed to be the end. So Anyway, we go to this big party. we got to pick it up. We're only we're 40 minutes in. 
Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Big party. They fight. Find out Inspector. Uh, then James calls Spectre. the MI6 and tells M that it's Blofeld. It's Spectre. They're still out there. He's doing all this shit. And M's like, wait a minute. How? He's in jail. He can't possibly be doing it. But James knows better. He's like, come on. And this is Blofeld. where this is where the eyeball tease comes back. So at the party, they literally have the eyeball sitting on a pillow and some like that's henchman's right. carrying it around. It's, it's, it's a camera. And so that's he's, how he's showing him the party. like seeing it somehow. That's right. He was showing him the whole fucking party. And uh, like they're in the party, everyone's having fun, and then just out of nowhere, like you hear on the speaker like, and James Bond! And like yes. everyone just stops and looks at him and he's like, oh shit, we gotta go. But then didn't nothing. And then they released the biohazard thing that they stole from the laboratory, and you're like, "Oh shit, James Bond's gonna fucking die." Because that was that was the whole plan all along was to get James Bond to this party and kill him. But Psych, the 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 laboratory scientist, set it up, and he flipped the switches, and it killed all the Spectre. Sick of their shit, and he (laughs) decided to kill Spectre himself. So everyone's. See, that so to all me of Spectre gets infected with a, uh, which we'll learn later, is a nanobot virus. virus that targets specific DNA. Now, that was another part of the movie that I thought was lazy. They made Spectre out to be this huge organization for all five movies, and then within two seconds, they're all dead. Comedy. These aren't supposed to be funny movies. These are serious action dramas. Get wrecked. This isn't. They're not supposed to be funny. It's not about Spectre anymore. It was a twist because you thought James was gonna die and whatnot. But I, I think they didn't have to kill all of them. Did you have to kill all of them? What are the chances that everybody but Blofa would have been there? But see, now, now the thing was, was who made that call? Because you're like, oh snap, someone well, is now more powerful to kill off Spectre. I guess, because at that time we didn't really... Well, I thought that the guy just kind of did it on his own. He was sick of Spectre's bullshit. No, he was working for Romy Malik. I only find that out. Yeah. But I'm saying that initially, I was like, oh, <laughs> disgruntled employee taking <laughs> taking vengeance on his employers the only time he can. Um, so uh, you know it comes down where it's like Psych Spectre's not even not even an ant on the face of it anymore. They're useless garbage trash doo doo. I'm Rami freaking Malik. I'm dope. Wasted potential. And so they go and interview Blofeld, which was really cool. It really it, I loved how they did that with the with the machine conveyor belt <laughs> the conveyor belt jail cell thing. Uh, he made, he made he looked like he was one of those fortune teller boots. And at this, <laughs> at, before this, the only person that has access to talk to him is surprise Madeline. Yeah, he wouldn't she, talk to anybody else. That's how else she but gets her. back into this game. He wouldn't talk to anybody else but her. But did he, did he explain that? Why he only wanted to talk to her? I don't know. I don't think it ever explained it. I can't remember why. Well, they both go in. Both James Wan and Madeline go in. But as soon as she sees Blofeld's face poke around that corner at the back of the belt. <laughs> She's like, I can't do this. So she leaves and... Well, she loses it because we get to see that Rami Malek uh, gets back in touch with her. And and at the very beginning of their movie, Rami Malek saved her life as a little girl after killing her mom. And supposedly, Madeline's father killed all of Rami Malek's parents. So that's why he's angry. And then he finally gets Classic in touch with her story. and uh, tells her about the 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 virus chemical thing about the DNA nanobots that if you touch somebody the nanobots instantly spread from you to them 
And it only targets and specific DNA. Even if they aren't killing you, they are in your blood forever. Yeah. So, like... So, this was this was cool. So, Rami Malek got in touch with Madeline and gave her the virus to kill Blofeld. Because Rami Malek wants to kill all of Spectre. Because, I guess, Madeline's dad worked for Spectre. Yeah, it was Mr. White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Rami Malek wants to get rid of Spectre because it killed his whole family. And so that's why we uh, we learn that he's the one pushing all the buttons. And Rami Malek gets in touch with Madeline because Madeline's the only one who can get in touch with Blofeld. And he's the last remaining Spectre guy now. Right. And so Rami Malek gives her the nanobots that target Blofeld. So she has the nanobots all over. And then they I don't go... I remember that. I don't remember her having the nanobots like on. Yeah. In her system and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Did when they first meet, when Rami Malek. I remember meets. he showed back up and she was like crying and shit, and she was. She She's was, like a psychiatrist now yeah. or whatever, and she gets a new patient, yeah. which turns out to be Rami Malek. But she didn't recognize and, at all. And it never. Uh, she re- yeah I know she recognized later, but uh, but like it's heavily like teased that he gives her the nanobots to kill. Like, he says she has a job for him. Well, the reason I say that she wasn't injected with them is because she probably touched however many people. She gets blackmailed. Bond before all that. Yeah. But he wasn't infected then. No. Not then. But we just found out that if you touch somebody, they get infected. I'm pretty sure she touched him. Yeah. But he wasn't infected. Yes, he was. He, he then gets infected. When he didn't get infected him. until the end. Oh my gosh. I have to tell the whole movie. Okay, let's go. I guess you're going to have to, because I, I thought... I, this is going to be a long episode, folks. Strap in. It's a three-hour movie. It might be a two-hour podcast. Get over four it. four hours in. Okay, here we go. Four Madeline hours. is a psychiatrist, and then Rami Malek comes and yeah, finds her. Part. And he blacks, blackmails her yep. with stuff that we will find out later. And he tells her he has a job for her. What that job is, is she can get in touch with Blofeld. And Rami Malek wants him dead. So it is highly suggested that he gives her the nanobots that will target Blofeld. So she has the nanobots that will kill Blofeld. So if she touches Blofeld, he dead. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're getting there. So, so then, James, James, James Bond and Madeline come and see Blofeld. I remember that. She I remember freaks that. out, and she's shaking and freaking out, yep. and she calls it quits. She's going to leave. But James Bond is in love with this woman. It's the woman she want, he wants to be with, and he tries to stop her and reaches out and grabs her, and she, like, freaks out, if you remember. Like, he grabs her on the arm, and she's like, Don't touch me! I need to leave! Oh, my dear God! I forgot about that. And at that moment, that's when you go, the nanobots instantly go from her to him. Didn't, well, we didn't... I didn't think about that, but... I'm a smart man over here, I know. I, know. I mean, I figured I, it I out know. once, he, once he, he... Blofeld roused him up and pissed James off, and then he reached in and starts to strangle him. Exactly. And then it's like, oh, God, I'm infected! Yeah. He has that, he has that look at... He looks at his hands at the so, so yeah, Blofeld riles up James Bond with, with some blackmail stuff and past happenings. And Once again, another wasted opportunity. James Bond chokes him out, and uh, he tries to get information out of Blofeld about, about who killed all of Spectre, why did he kill all of Spectre, and Blofeld was like, it wasn't me. I'm, it wasn't me. Why would I kill my own people? Why would I kill my own people? You know, it's no big deal. It's not my dream. And so he, he kind of chokes him, and uh, the virus spreads to Blofeld, and it kills him. 
and then James Bond is like, oh, oh, I have to, I have to find Madeline now, cause, cause this is a big deal. Like I said, I felt like that was another wasted opportunity. Blofeld was supposed to be his like. They literally teased him as like the arch nemesis. It was his yeah. pseudo brother from his childhood that yeah. come back and done all this, and then they kill him off for nothing. Almost. There's a bigger picture here, but it wasn't that big. <laughs> I, th- I truthfully, I really think Rami Malek is probably like fourth in these five. Villains. Really, I just he didn't do much. He was hardly in the movie. He was behind the scenes the entire time, just like Blofeld was. And then when he finally God, did something, the, it was at the very he's end. He's the big boy power player. But he wasn't. He kills all of Spectre, dude. He didn't. No, it was, it was his doing. It was his doing. Let's be real. <laughs> I, just, I just... He didn't feel threatening at all. Anywho. Maybe he should have kept that mask the whole time. So now James Bond comes back with MI6. He, he meets up with CIA people one last time, and uh, there's this chipper new young CIA guy that's with uh, Jeffrey Wright. On? Oh my god, you, I, I, it was he's, funny. He's, he's a comedic from, actor. Yeah, he's a comedic actor. And they put him in it, and then that, that really made it weird, because he was, he was, he was, he was a, a huge things. fanboy of James Bond yeah. in the movie, so he just kept, he wouldn't shut up. He yeah. was another he's one like, oh, you're so awesome, you're so cool. Americans, oh. they make us seem so... Fanboy. This guy, he was just comedy, in. Uh, which we are, I guess. I'll take it. He was just in um, <laughs> that Made for Love TV show on HBO. Ah. Uh, uh, but I think he was. I, I want to say he he's was one been of the, on some other the Frozen stuff. actors, but I don't think. I think he made. He was the uh, the was, Bad Prince. Wasn't he the the king in Hamilton? Was that him? I don't think that was him. That wasn't him. That's the one who played Kristoff, the the good the good prince that from Frozen but there was the evil prince remember yeah Hans or something yeah. I can't remember his name let's it might just, be let's him. just look it up real quick Billy Magnuson yeah he's in Game Night Into the Woods Made for Love like you said and then there was something big I thought that he was in anyway He's in Velvet Buds, Buzzsaw and the new live-action Aladdin movie, apparently, here and there. Anyway, he's a random little CIA guy. But, uh, psych! He turns out to be working for Rami Malek as well. He's, which, to no one's surprise, it was super obvious from the get-go. Oh, yeah, he was Rapunzel's prince from uh, Into the Woods. Into the Woods. I have yet to see that. I need to see that. What? It's on Disney Plus, but when Disney Plus came out, it was like this movie will be on Disney Plus next year. Watch it, and and then I haven't watched it yet. Oh, and he played the silly prince in. But uh, did you not watch the live action Aladdin? Either? Yeah, I did. He was the silly prince that the tiger. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Messed with at the beginning. But uh, so <coughs> where were we? Oh he yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he James Bond meets up with CIA one last time, and he finds out that uh, they have the they have the uh, scientist that reversed the bioweapon to kill all of Spectre. And Psych, the CIA guy and the lab guy, were working for Rami Malek the whole time, and they turn on James Bond and Jeffrey Wright right at that one second. And they're on a boat, and there's a fight and a tussle, and Jeffrey Wright gets shot, and we're like, oh no! And they get abandoned on a boat. 
And it's like, oh no. The boat's sinking. And the boat's sinking. Jeffrey Wright's got a bullet in the gut. James Bond is like, I gotta save the day. Trying to save And him. he just can't Jeffrey do it. Jeffrey Wright says, you know what? I've, I've had, had a good run. I've had a good run. We've been here for all five movies. I've lived long. I've done well. I'm an amazing actor. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll take I my award now, this please. this out real quick. We, and we've already dies. come and gone from Anna de Armas's part. She's the second build cast on this movie. Yeah, that is kind of weird. But I think that's they, because... They, they picked her to be the Bond girl, yeah. but she wasn't. She was. Yeah, she didn't she really do anything. Yeah, she wasn't. I mean, it was still Madeline to be the Bond girl, let's be real. How do you pronounce her name? Leah Sado? Leah Sado. Leah Sado. She Sado. was more of the Bond girl yeah. again. I figured that was the point. But she was the Bond girl last time. Yeah, 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 that's yet again. They're changing it up this time. But we'll Anna Darmus is higher up on the cast than she is. That's because she's the new up-and-coming actor. Everyone knows Lexi. They do. She was in the last movie. You can put her down lower. So anyway, Jeffrey Rush or Jeffrey Rush. So Jeffrey Wright <laughs> dies on dies. the boat, sinks with a bullet in the gut. James Bond is upset, and he's Everyone's dying around him. He's now got to go back to MI6, and he gets fucking pissed at M for not. Filling him in, not telling him, letting him know, and he he lets him know that the CIA guy died, that Jeffrey Wright's character died, and and he he gives a piece to him, man. He tells him he's a little man. <laughs> and that was that was one of the cool funny moments I liked uh, <laughs> when because the new 007, the girl was in the uh, the waiting area yeah. with James Bond. And he was like, send him in, and then he was like, just him. Yeah, she, she. So she had to stay behind. So like, yeah, they're walking through the office, and someone's like, uh, 007, I got a piece of info look, for you." And he keeps and answering. He keeps looking, but they're all handing it to her, and she's like, "That must hurt." And he's like, "It's okay." And then yeah, they go to M's office, and M only wants to see James Bond. And as he closed the doors, he goes, "Oh, that must hurt." And I was like, "Yeah, stick it to the man, yeah." Uh, but you're right. He uh, he lets. But he puts him in his place. It. He, he tells some some funny dark jokes there too. He's like, "Did your desk get bigger, or are, or you, are just you just smaller? smaller?" And I was like, "Oh, he's pissed. He's done." And then by the end of the conversation, he's like, "The desk is the same." And he's like, "Yeah, the desk is the same." And it's like, "Shoot." So he's back working with the uh, MI6 as just kind of a little provisionary kind provisionary of provisionary helper guy. Consultant. She's, yeah, a consultant. He's a consultant. He is now a consultant that's, for that's MI6. That's usually the proper term for somebody that's <laughs> retired that comes back. They're consulting on a project. And uh, she's still 007. She still is holding on to that number to rub it in his face. And he's 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 so done with everything. <laughs> but um, where do we go from here? I forget. I remember. They both kind of. They both kind of. I feel like there's a gap we're missing. Here. Yeah. I don't remember how far into the movie that was because I immediately. That's kind of midway that, through the movie. I'm assuming that's right at the part where they take the spy plane. Yeah, they all gear up. They find out that uh, we'll we'll just kind of skip ahead to it. They find out Rami Malek is uh, with the lab guy. And. Uh... Oh no 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 no. James Bond goes and sees Madeline in the woods at her at her parents' house. That's right. Yep. And that's when he meets the kid. And uh brings his brings his new car, the new the new Austin Martin. And okay, here we go. I have to have a moment. One of the coolest scenes I've seen all year. Honestly. 
He'll throw my mail. Is the, is the Austin Martin reveal? Aston. Aston Austin. It's not, there's no U in it. Whatever. It's A-S-T-I-N. <laughs> Whatever. Aston. You've been saying Austin Martin Have this I whole said, time? Probably. Who knows? I thought you said Aston the very first yeah, time. Yeah, I probably you did. You switched to I don't Austin. Know. I don't I'm like, know. Whatever. We're in Texas, We're y'all. All over the place. We got Austin Martins, not Aston anyway, Martins. So he, the garage opens, and there's the car with the sheet over it. And he approaches the car, and he grabs the sheet, and he's on the, like, passenger side of the car. The driver's side is on the left. And he grabs the sheet and pulls it off. And the camera pans from the left side of the car that he's on over to the right. And the scenes, and he's pulling the sheet off as the camera's panning. And he's all of a sudden driving. And he pulls the sheet off. And this is so cool because you see him and like the second... I didn't he see, goes I didn't see, out of frame. I, I didn't see he was in the car driving. The car door on the other side is getting opened and someone's getting in, and that's like him getting in. I thought that, that was that's so right. it, it cool was, It was me. so close up, you couldn't see what was happening yeah. around behind it. You're right. Because I, I even wondered, I was like, damn, he he was quick. Yeah. He got in that car quick. It was I, like I a even, split. I remember. It was a split frame thing. And I, was movie, like, oh, I, I was like, oh, that's so cool. I forgot that you saw the door close on the driver's side, but I, and for some reason when I first saw it, at the theater, I was like, "Damn, did he just get in through the passenger yeah. side? Just hop yeah. over the gear shift to get in this." It was so cool because, like, you're like, "Oh, he's pulling the sheet," but then the doors opening, and it was it was both him. And I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" For whatever, just a quick little like I wonder how, nifty I wonder if that was like a real practical thing. effect. And it's like, okay, what you're gonna do is you're gonna flip this, you're gonna run to the <laughs> you're other side, you're gonna roll, you're gonna roll under the camera to the other side and hop in the car. <laughs> For whatever reason, that that was like that was just like a nifty transition. It, it, it piece was to me. Quite, I was like, I oh, why? I've just, never seen something like that before. It confused me when I first saw it. It was cool. So, so he the, takes the car and he goes uh, off roading with it to um, to Madeline's home that we see in the very beginning of the movie, but it's all woody and mossy instead of snowy like it was in the beginning. Yeah, he comes over the same exact hill that Rami Malek yeah. comes over, which I like. I like. Yeah. I like it when they redo the same shot and it's like a different. And he shows up, and Madeline's there, and psych, Madeline has a child. It's not his. And uh, she claims that it's not his, but it's it's a blue-eyed baby girl. Like, blue-eyed, blonde-haired girl. Let's be real here. Who's going to fall for that? And I don't think... He doesn't fall for it for a second. Especially because it's but, like the child's age is how long we've been broken up. Yeah. And it's like... Yeah. He accepts, though, when she says that it's but not yeah, his. But she, yeah, she accept, he accepts it and knows that it's, it's for her to... But I think he's already at that point because he loves her so much that he would do anything for that kid. But yeah. And this is what was cool. So we've never had that in James Bond before. James Bond, like, with a family. You know, he tried to retire and it failed and that was cool. But, like, now he has a family to protect. And uh, Rami Malek's people come and want to kill James Bond and kidnap her and, and the kid as well. And this is the first time we've ever seen, like, James Bond, like, protecting his family. Like... I thought that was cool for me. I'm trying they're, to remember. What they're driving in jeeps in the in the the Icelandic area of filming through the woods and through mountains, and I I, I really liked that. It was cool because like Daniel Craig did a really good job in my opinion of like having that like I've never done this before. Like I have to protect a kid and my like wannabe future wife, and it's like James Bond never does that. You know, we've never seen him do that, and it, it was, like, really intense push to me. Limits. Yeah, it was, like, a whole new scenario. Usually, he's solo, he's by himself, he can go ham, but now he's, like, I gotta go into protect mode, and it's, like, James Bond doesn't do that. I think 
And I, think, I really enjoyed that change. I think I'm really just harping on the fact that a lot of the, the, the key parts of this movie were just predictable. There were things that we've never seen in James Bond movies, but at the same time, yeah. the, the storyline that they put into it, it's just so predictable. Yeah. And it just something about that, it just didn't feel... James Bond. I didn't. Then again, this is. I mean, of course, it's last. It's predictable when you step back for a second. But when I was watching it, I I really enjoyed it. Well, I mean, just just the whole like you saw the whole you you saw her put her hand on her stomach. That's clear sign, like you said. And if I had seen that, I would have even picked up on it then. But then, as soon as you see the kid, it's like she's that age. It's that's very obviously. I didn't even know this. I didn't even look at the eyes until he said something about her eyes, and I was like. I kind of figured it was your kid before all that, but yeah. I don't know. It's just something about. I think we've we me and you it's both the emo- got to that point. It's the emotional acceptance beyond them. They both know that they both know that it's their kid. I think we've just gotten to the point, both of us in our cinema watching careers, that when we see very basic storylines, they just I don't know. It just makes sticks out to me. I think that I, was the whole point, though. Like, she knew that he knew it was their kid, but she still said it wasn't her kid. It's just that, that particular storyline, It just to me, it just doesn't feel That's like that the whole goes with James Bond. But again... It doesn't. It's his and last, I liked that. It's the last movie, and it just felt off. And like I said, I need to watch it. I need to watch it again to probably fully appreciate it. I really it. liked the change, because I, I didn't want to wait a year and a half for another James Bond movie to be another James Bond movie. I mean, we would be done with this episode if it was another James Bond movie. Yet we're still here talking about it, and we've got another hour to go. Just because it, because they kept fucking adding thirty minutes to every movie that came out. Anyway, I I remember watching Casino Round. It's like two and a half hours, and then Quantum of Solace came out. It's like an hour forty, and it's like, damn, (laughs) that's what I wanted. And but to be fair, the the pacing of that is so quick, you can't remember anything that happens in that movie. Um, but uh, he's so he's driving through the woods and uh, he takes out some cars very efficiently and I enjoyed that. He he does some good driving at that moment. And I'm I think like, I'm damn, up that's, that's some I, good I think stuff. I'm mixing up movies. He's he's efficient. He's James Bond. He's done with shit and he, he wrecks those cars easy peasy lemon squeezy. But then they they go and hide in the woods and uh, he tells Madeline and baby girl to hide in this rundown little shack out in the woods and then he goes off and he does some. He does some funsies. He does some play in the woods. And he gets the uh, the chain winch from his car and, like, wraps it around the trees. I remember and, that like, part. And, like, calls out to the motorcycle guy and clotheslines the motorcycle guy. And then he freaking double taps him. I'm like, heck yeah, dude. That was interesting. And then the, the car, the henchman's back. Or, no, Logan Ash, which is the CIA, the goofy CIA guy we've been talking about. He's still alive. And he's driving in one of the, the cars, and he gets that car's attention, and he's just, like, walking through the woods, and they're, like, shooting bullets at him. He's like, you guys are going to walk in my trap. And they chase him, and they, like, hit a giant log, and the car, like, flips over. And then uh, the CIA guy, like, crawls out of the car, and he's like, yeah, you done, you done, James Bond walks up, and he's like, you done goofed, motherfucker. And, and the, the car, car is, just, like, It's slowly, like a fucking Jurassic Park moment Slowly here, falling off the edge of the log to, like, crush the guy. And he just lets it. And then, yeah, and, like, he's like, you gotta help me, James Bond. And James Bond, like, pushes the car on him, and it crushes him. And I'm just like, dude, James Bond has done so means. And see... I get okay. That's okay. That I, f- I found a good way to describe it. Out of all five films, this one, fe- instead of feeling like James Bond, this felt it started to feel more like, um, not not quite Taken, 
But just like, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. He instantly, yeah, like the, instantly turned into like the father out for revenge, the avenging, the avenging, and it, 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 he didn't feel like James Bond yeah. anymore. Yeah, like he yeah. wasn't like, well, he's not being tactical. He's he wasn't being stealthy. <laughs> he was just like, he's done. I'm fucked and I'm, yeah, I'm done with I'm this done. shit. <laughs> so I it, like it. Was, it. It was just interesting. <laughs> Because it's cool to see all the tacticalness that he's learned from being and Agent just 007. Really use and then just finally, like, there are no lines. I can do whatever I want. Time to let the skills go to work, you know? See, but that's the thing. I, I feel like he didn't do that much. I feel like when they rigged up the house in Skyfall, like Home Alone, I thought they did a better I thought he was more using yeah. those skills then. But this one, it just felt like, oh. He was 007 then. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm just going to push a car, and, and that's all I have this to do. This time, he's just, I murder you straight up. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, said, I, I while while he's it. murdering all these people in the woods, Rami Malek comes and takes Madeline and little girl away, and they get away in a helicopter. Good job, James Bond. Way to go. You suck. And that leads us to the final act. They're on an island. Because they all have with to a, end on an island. I know, island. they do, don't they? They Lately, they do. What is with that? I guess so. You it get to, when you're when you're when you're a super, when you're a super villain and you're rich, you get to buy your own private island that has or its old that it. has an old World War Two missile base on it, or whatever. <laughs> a giant World War Two testing site. See, I'm I'm mixing up. <laughs> I, I'm starting to mix up the movies now. I'm thinking of Skyfall again. Because yeah, it happens in Skyfall. With he was on an, an island. There yeah. was a band. This was, whole was an city abandoned, abandoned city on an island. And you're like, what the heck? Anyway, so he teams up with MI6, one last hurrah to go onto this island and, and but, stop Rami Malek. Interesting enough, this was a funny part. She, the new 007, gives up the number. Yeah, she wants James Bond to have the number back. Which, okay. She knows this is a personal mission. She knows that he's in it not for glory calling and guts. 007 means he's in it is, is what he needs right now yeah but they reinstated not only did that but they reinstated him they but completely they fully, brought him back yeah, they fully bring him back for one last hoorah I guess or and whatever. I kind of liked the stealth plane that they had it served its purpose but I mean I guess are all stealth planes I thought most stealth planes are like non are all are all mechanical or or uh yeah, there's digital. No, there's, there's no man. There's no man in it. So like, why did theirs? Oh, theirs. Yeah, no. Th- theirs was, uh, for insertion. That's the point. Uh, I guess that's fair enough. It just seemed like the same basic model that the Sentry drones have and whatnot. You're yeah. talking about. They used that plane for literally thirty seconds. I know that was kind of lame. They I thought, drop. I thought, they I thought drop the out of the sky. Go into the water. It was cool that it turned into like a little submarine. I thought that was, that, was like, the, that was one of the only cooler James Bondy moments. Is the plane turned into a fucking yeah. boat. Yeah. And you get freaking the Incredibles moment. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I, I felt like when I saw the plane in the trailer, I was like, "Ooh, are we gonna do some like aerial combat yeah. shit in this?" And yeah. then they just dove. No, they yeah, they just they just glide down to the island and infiltrate all spy like. It's the start of the the video game version. You know, that's the video game cutscene intro. Yeah. And they're on, they're on the island. There we go. And they find out that they are mass-producing this uh, virus thing that can target DNA and stuff. And it's one giant field of acidic... When you target enough people, then the people become the weapon. Exactly. And he, and Rami Malek's just gonna kill all the high government people. For he, no reason. He has a giant list, and he's gonna just... He did what he kill wanted. He kill, he got revenge on Spectre, but he's not done. Why he stop there when you can rule the world with... 
with I just didn't think Robin Malik was very menacing. He was also, he's supposed to be old. His character's supposed to be a lot older. And yeah, they, even they after tried. the time from the beginning of the movie to like the end of the movie, yeah. he doesn't look any older. He's a young chap. But he had, well, he had like this disease or whatever. Yeah, he had like the burnt face or whatever they were trying to pull off with that. I don't know. But what it's like it they was. didn't they didn't change his hair. It stayed but, black yeah. the entire time. He just he didn't look like he aged. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's a, which he's supposed to be he's like a young chap. He was like 40, 30s when he found Madeline, and it's been 20, 30 years. He should be like almost sixty. Fine, it's fine. Laziness. I like, and this was the thing is I thought that the, I thought this was maybe whatever he's infected with keeps him young. I'm just gonna ignore that. <laughs> I noticed that this one wasn't directed by Sam Mendes. <laughs> I didn't know that. From oh the really? Video. I didn't even oh. recognize this director's an unknown one that I'd I never even heard of. <laughs> uh, but I feel like there was just some lazy choices. I, I don't know. Like I feel like I truly feel in certain situations I could write better scenes or better better movies than some of these that come out. And it's just I don't know. I feel like they just could have done certain things a little bit better. Yeah, it seemed. It there was seemed, a lot of laziness in this movie to really make me think. Oh God, there's an almost three-hour movie, and I'm just picking it apart while I'm watching. I will it. say overall, it did seem like overarching villain story-wise, like James Bond was over, and then they made this movie, and it was like, oh crap, we gotta like come up with some kind of like villains. And that was the thing, thing. like they had, they had the best villain. They made the best villain in the last movie, and yeah. then they kill him off, and but, it's just, yeah, it was they like, like nothing. They were done there it's like oh we got him in jail it is now over and it's like i want to make another one and it's like oh no we can't oh we can't we kind of like we were done we were break done. him out of jail we were we were done there's we were your done. answer right there break him yeah, out of jail they decided to go bigger get rami malik in. bring rami malik in he's won awards now i'm he's gonna great. throw red fairy dust at people and make them yeah like yeah sickly oh, this just seems cool i just really thought that Christoph Waltz played a really it's, good villain. It's the new technological warfare. Well, I'm just biological saying, like, warfare. Christoph Waltz did such a great scale. job in the previous How movie. Trippy. He didn't get nothing in this movie, and that was the whole thing. Like I thought that it's like, he oh, he's dumb. in jail, but he's still controlling everything. It didn't matter that he's in jail, but it, they did that. But then they just psych. It's our sweet, loving Rami. They Malik. just killed him off, and you just don't like Rami Malek. I don't have anybody. a thing against <laughs> Rami Malek. I just. I just didn't think he was a good <laughs> villain. I didn't think he did that great of a job. Anywho, we're all on the island. We all figure out, oh gosh, we gotta blow up this island. Yes, yeah, so they call MI6 and they get the nearest freaking World War Two so they, carrier. They get freaking yeah. They're gonna get not, they're gonna get missiles to completely destroy the island and bury it, and so all this virus stuff can can just die there. Which makes no sense because it's an air it's an it's an aerosol virus. So I mean, if you break the container, it's just no, getting. No, it's not aerosol. You have to touch someone. But they dispersed it in the air amongst them at the party. So I'm saying that is true. Yeah. And the red foil, like it's like once you've got it, then you can yeah. touch somebody. What if you bury it down underground? I'm just saying, it turn it, once you burst those canisters, explosions and stuff, it gets into the air. That was just very reckless. Yeah, yeah, I will agree. But it's just a little reckless for a substance you gotta, that can you possibly gotta, wipe you out gotta, the entire you gotta, planet. You, they bury it. None of the vials break. It just a mountain crumbles on top of it. And you can't, you can't dig it out. You forget okay. about it. Okay. It's over. like I said, nitpicking. Maybe nitpicking. the explosion burns it up. Did you ever think about that? It could have. There you go. Maybe that's it. Oh. 
did they ever say it was flammable? If America is good at anything, they're good at at literally annihilating stuff with explosions. But it wasn't America. <laughs> it was MI6. Well, you know what? America came in there too. They, they, died. they he died. He came gonna, in and died. We're gonna, we're gonna see. They they lit that they lit that island up. To be fair, so I don't think much survived. It all so, got incinerated. Long story short, I can't remember specific moments. Anyway. They set up all kinds of C4, and uh, James Bond has his showdown with Rami Malek. No, not yet. He, uh, the the guy with the eye. I thought that was afterwards. I thought it was. Because that's when he goes and opens the shutter doors. He's climbing up the stairs. Yeah, you're right. See, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I know trying. I'm right. At least I admit <laughs> it. Slow your freaking roll. <laughs> so we finally get... Uh, Rami Malek's character. What is Rami Malek's character's name? What is the guy's name? I don't know. They never mentioned. Couldn't it. tell you. Keep going. So on. we get Rami and uh, James Bond have their their face to face showdown, and Ra- and Rami Malek has the kid hostage. Has his kid hostage. And uh, James Bond is like, okay, well, don't hurt the don't hurt name. the kid. What's his name? Lucifer Safin. Leucifer Safin. L-Y-U-T-S-I-F-E-R. Nice. S-A-F-I-N. Safin. I think they said Safin a lot. Yeah, they probably just used his name, Safin. But Leucifer. Leucifer. Like, what kind of... All right. That's as as close as you can get to Lucifer without it just being Lucifer. (laughs) Honestly speaking... (laughs) Lucifer Satan. Lucifer. Lucifer. His name. The Y and the U. The Y is silent. Lucifer. Really. Lucifer Safin. Thinking about it. They literally it just like... wanted him to be devil, so but they called him Lucifer Satan. I think it's funny when they give these bad guys these crazy names and then they don't even say them. Like Blofeld's name. Yeah. What was it? Well, hold on. He's got a first know. name to it. If I can remember. But uh, James Bond oh, lays down his guns and he doesn't want his daughter to get hurt. And uh, Rami Malek thinks that he has the upper hand. Lucifer Satan thinks he has the upper hand. And uh, Psych James Bond pulls a fast one and pulls out his little tiny James Bond gun. The, the classic James Bond tiny pistol well, gun. You know? yeah, sure. And he, he kills all That's the... another thing. They slowly put away that gun for He the kills series. the three guards in the area just like that. But before he can get freaking Rami Malek, Rami Malek has a freaking trash shoot elevator that he floops down. <laughs> I forgot that part. Yeah. And that's how and that's how he gets away there. But before all that, we get to see the the lay of the land with uh Matt we we kind of skipped like a really important like tease part that's coming up. So we, we should go back and uh Rami Malik describes his whole plan, his whole meaning of why he's done everything to Madeline and the daughter. And he takes the daughter away and tells Madeline to go away, forces them to separate, and it's all, like, an emotional, like, oh, my God, baby, I'll find you. And he's like, Mommy, Mommy. And Rami Malek's like, I'm your dad now. <laughs> Look at all my poisonous plants. I've made. I've used these poisonous was, plants to crazy. create this DNA thing. And it was like, wow, you have a poisonous plant on an abandoned World War II site on an island. You're evil. <laughs> and, uh... You call it evil. And, and, and we, like he's just a gardener. And so... Rami Malek teases that he has a virus set to the DNA of Madeline and the daughter. 
So so that's a tease. He has he has the ultimate end game there. It's like at any moment oh, so I can, he, I he can kill both of you. He asked the scientist to do a secret project yeah. for him. He's like, did you do what I asked? Did you complete what I asked you yeah. to complete? And he handed it to him. And and it was it was a DNA strand to target Madeline and the daughter. Oh, so, we also totally skipped that when he went and saw her at the therapist's office, he took a strand of her hair. Yeah, that's that's, that's where how he got he, her DNA. That's how he got her DNA. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. No. As soon as you said DNA, I was like, oh, I remember he. he plucked a strand of yep. hair from something and he, it was like weird because he like folded yeah, it up and was just folds like folds it up in a pocket and you're just like I'm just gonna keep this I didn't hair. register that as her hair I just registered that as him being creepy and weird but yeah he's he's creepy and weird and evil so he has the Keep ultimate saying evil you're hitting all the marks but the he evil has, mark I don't he has see the, the evil. he has the ultimate trump card there of uh the DNA that'll kill them and uh so now, fast forward. James Bond is infiltrated. They've set up C four on the on the uh, laboratory area of the island, and they're gonna call in a missile strike because they do not have enough C four to destroy the laboratory. But they have nine minutes once they call it. And so they all gotta get off the island, because that island's gonna blow. And James Bond rescues Madeline because she just gets kind of left. To do whatever. I don't know what happened to her? Yeah, I don't know. She just gets. I can't remember around. how her and the daughter. Get and then the end. daughter and Rami Malek are leaving to oh, escape. Oh, that's right. And, and the daughter's just like, I don't, I don't like you. You're you. evil. And so Rami Malek's like, Fine. You don't like me? Okay, you go on your own then. He doesn't you, care. You survive. He's done that, his thing. That's the only time you could, you could call him evil. That's the only time I felt like he didn't give up fuck if the kid lived or died. He's like, go and do what you want. I'm Rami done. Malik's about to win. Um, so he lets the daughter, he's like, you can go. That's right. And then James and Madeline and, are walking by and then yeah, all of a sudden the, the daughter comes out from underneath pops the table. Pops out from under the table and yay, we she's saved like, I did what everyone you told me, mommy. so I, I easily. Hid. I hid like you told me to. We, we saved the day so easily. They go down to the docks. Everyone gets on the boat. And Except then, James surprise, those James missiles... To stop. Aren't going to destroy the island when there's giant missile coverings on top of the island. The missiles are going to bounce off like Silos. something. They they said something. They're like those it, missiles it was, are going to land. They're going to bounce off the silo warehouse, silo so warehouse they, like they, something. Uh, the, the they're like yeah, yeah. super yeah. thick. So if they didn't open up those blast doors, uh, then nothing it wouldn't have penetrated. Hal, oh, open the pad by yours, you know. Anyway, so James Bond stays and everyone else leaves. So now James Bond is the only one on the island, supposedly. All the bad guys are trying to get off the island, blah, blah, blah. But why didn't... Did, did Rami stay behind? And James Bond goes and... And this was this was where I, I kind of started losing it. Because this was the moment where James Bond was plot armor proof. He started going through the entire facility and just no one could hurt him. It happens in every action movie, you know, everyone misses every bullet. But throughout the whole movie, I felt some tense action of like, oh gosh, there's a, like, James Bond is in danger of getting hurt. This time I was like, James Bond's not even going to get fucking touched here. And like, people snuck up behind him and shot and missed and then he would turn around and one shot He had a hallway out. scene. And I was it like, was his own hallway I was scene. like, man, I was like, James Bond is just going around killing everyone, no one can hurt him. And he, he blows up a bunch of guys with the C4 he brought he murders a bunch of people. That was right, because didn't he, uh... 
He, they were inside the room, the yeah, lab. in the lab. And he was down where the and water was, was and he looked up. <laughs> and he looked up and he's like, that's where we put all the C4. There's like 30 people in there and he just killed them and all he, instantly. he blew up the C4 and killed all those people. That was interesting because something about that water, the water was the virus because a guy fell into the water. Yeah, the water was, was like, like plain ah! virus and when they fall in, they're just like acidigrated into just liquid goop. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> disintegrated into a Dis- higher being. Disintegrated. You were close. You there. Were yeah. Acid <laughs> and disintegration. Disintegration. You give me shit for not watching but, the movie uh, and paying attention. I'm gonna give you shit for <laughs> shit like that. So then he fights his way up the staircase, and he comes across the uh, the henchman from the very beginning with the fake eyeball, and he has the one little last tussle with him. And he uses his EMP watch. He finally uses his gadget. Fried the guy's eye inside of the socket, blowing half his brain up. He EMPs the guy's electronic eyeball, and it pops his brain. (laughs) Now, I don't recall in the first two movies, but why is it that they love to do the James Bond side villains that don't speak. That's the thing. It's the henchman. Like, Jaws never spoke. Yeah. Uh, Dave Bautista said one word, and he said shit at the very end. When, yeah, yeah when, when he, he gets got the, the bomb thing uh, or whatever. No, they, they, uh, the, they kicked out a bunch of barrels out the train, yeah, and they were attached to right. a rope, yeah, and it was yeah, around yeah, his yeah, neck. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, That's even right. the, this new henchman, this whole movie didn't say a single word, I don't think. I don't recall him saying yeah, a single word. Yeah, I don't word. think so. I just, I just think it's interesting James that they Bond put characters henchmen. like that. They follow their leader's orders to a T. But you'd think they'd have they have dialogue. Die. Why are they mute? They're, they're, <laughs> they're there just to they kill. They just take orders. They don't They're they don't there t- talk just shit. to kill. Um, so they'll kill, they'll so he, shoot a shotgun into an armor-plating car eight times if they have to. So he kills the guy with the eye. And he says a really funny little line to, to Q about the watch. He was like, I showed, I showed a guy your new watch, and he's like, it really blew his mind. Oh, that's right, <laughs> that's right. Blew his mind. So he finally catches up to Rami Malek, and he opens the pod bay doors, and and so now he's ready to leave the island, and then psych, the the pod bay doors close again instantly. And, it's, and like, it's like, wait, gosh dang it! Was I gotta, he in that room that just exploded? Like I just blew that bitch up. I gotta then, go reopen them. He tells he tells the people to launch the missiles. So anyway. he, he opens the pod bay doors, launch the missiles. He's ready to go. And as he's about to leave, the pod bay doors close again. And he's like, crap! They've I already gotta, launched. I gotta go open them because they've launched the missiles. It's like this is this sucks. I only got nine minutes. I gotta do what I gotta do. I'm James Bond. And as he's gonna go open them. Psych, Rami Malek's still on sight and shoots and doesn't miss James Bond. James Bond finally gets shot. He gets shot in the leg. He gets shot in the side. He, shot, like, in the he got shot in the shoulder. I think he got shot like three times. He gets shot in the leg first, and that's what causes him to fall and trip. And then he gets shot in the side because he has a bullet wound in his, in his gut a little bit on the side. And then, and the then other, yeah, the probably gets side, shot in the shoulder. And uh, they, they tussle. They, they mince words. And they mince words, and they talk, and they fight, and, uh... And then all of a sudden, Robbie Malik takes that red vial that he had stashed away, and he smashes it into James's face. Yes. He takes the deadly virus to target Madeline and the child, and just crunches it right against James Bond's face. Robbie Malik has 
drawn the last straw. No matter what James Bond does now, he can never touch his loved ones. Never be near them. Never, ever, ever to touch and feel physical love with his loved ones ever again. So That's James, evil. So, so James decides, you know what? Okay. Then he kills him. And he shoots him like three times, yeah. In the face. Mm-hmm. Once in the face, I thought. Mm-hmm. I thought he shot him in the head. I don't know. It's kind of like a zoomed out shot. He just kind of unloads yeah, on him. Yeah, he kind of just shoots Kind of pissed. But it doesn't matter because he's still infected, you know? Rami Malek won despite dying. So now he makes his way back. So he makes his way back and he reopens the, the pod bay doors. And, uh... And he gets on the horn with Madeline one more time. He, he decides that he's probably just not going to make it. And what's the point of making it anyway when you can't be with the ones you love? So cliche. So he decides to stay on the island. And he walkie-talkie calls Madeline one last time to tell her that he loves her and that he already knew it was his kid and to live a happy life and just... just Let me go. <laughs> deuces. You know? Peace out. Blackjack. Then all of a sudden he just takes probably fifteen missiles to the face. And then yeah, they they use the Patriot missiles from freaking Iron Man. The missiles, they the missiles the Jericho. Come, come up the and they Jericho split and just like, like twenty mi- missiles just right. plop on the island. And I thought that was the first thought I thought. Incinerated. We were in the theater. I was like, oh <laughs> shit! They they bought Tony Stark. They bought Tony Stark. They know how to kill insurgents. <laughs> so yeah, they they uh, James Bond dies. James Bond dies, which is a new one for the series as well. <laughs> which was, I don't know. I I feel like they, apparently he apparently the only, had time to die. Well, this is the thing. Apparently, the only way to stop Daniel Craig from coming back to play more James Bond was <laughs> to, kill to kill him off. off. That's the only way he could have done it. Because I guarantee you, if he didn't die in this one. He might have. He would have kept tried going. to do it. He would have. Yeah, he would have kept probably. going. Because the perfect plot. Ooh, I'm a happy family man. Oh no, you've killed my family. I'm coming back as James Bond to kill you. Basic plot. Seven, six movie right there. But yeah, they they. I enjoyed million dollars. I enjoyed the ultimatum. You know, life decision plot of like you know. Rami so, Rami Malek wins no matter what you do. Like he killed Rami Malek was like still you can't can't be with your loved ones. I guess in the sense of that being the story, I just felt like it was a lot for James Bond to to take in mm-hmm. and just change himself almost immediately. There was no real progression. It's just like yeah. once he found out, it was just a switch. And I didn't really care for that. I feel like they could have built that up over two movies I mean, better. Maybe like the kid could have been a thing in, in the last movie. Situation. I'm saying like maybe they could have put the kid uh, in the last movie. That yeah, way he actually insane. knew about the kid, but he didn't know it was his. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, now I've had time to process all this. And now, oh God, it is my kid. It just seems he like he takes the gentleman. He accepted it way too quickly. I think. Uh, he knew it was his kid the whole time. I just still felt like he he just accepted all that responsibility almost immediately. Like he, he just found out he had a kid and all of a sudden it just it just completely changed everything for him. I mean I guess that's how people say life changes a, when you have a, a kid. He's a gentleman and a But half. I don't know, it just it just it felt like a lot to take in for him to change that quickly over the course of just two I and a half hours. Liked it. And what happened after that? Because it didn't end there. MI six uh, does like a little toast to his life. Yeah we don't even get a funeral 
Yeah, we don't get a funeral, uh, just M.I., which probably it's because, like, everything's redacted for his life. <laughs> I know, but even even before the old MI6 building was destroyed, they even said, like, there's a wall of people's names on it. Oh, yeah. And it's like, that sounds like something that James should have gotten, his yeah. name on the wall or something. Or, like, his portrait, you know? Or something. They had, they had portraits of, like, the last M. And, yeah, there was all the M's. No, it was all the M's, wasn't there it? Was yeah, the right, that was the, right. ori- it? was I, the I, original. I saw that, and I had to look, and I was yeah. like, I think that's yeah. the original M. They had the one... In the the they showed first Judy Dench few, in the background, and then, yeah, there was and then another it, one. And I was like, turned back oh, to him. That's, and there was, that's like the OG one, isn't it? Older one. He looks like a Doctor Who character. Yeah. And I was like, that would be cool to see like that. But so they all all they him did was they they had a they had they a, set a drink for him, drink a scotch there for him, and they were all they, just they, like, James Bond was cool. They clinked their glass against his. They they uh M M read a line from a book that was like really good about just like embrace embracing life and living life. I thought it was from the Bible. I don't think it was from the Bible. It was just from some book. I don't think it was I the Bible. I could be wrong too though. I'm I'm not. Very... It was a quote. A quote. A nice quote that sounded good at the time, but I couldn't tell you. What it, was it was a quote about living one's life to the fullest yeah. and accepting responsibility for your life and all that jazz. Basically, the plot of the which yeah was the plot of the movie and it really it, it kind of bummed me because I, it, even after he quote unquote died they still kind of played it off like oh no come on show me and a it's scene like, yeah, he's alive maybe he's alive I was, I was thinking like oh dude maybe he's gonna do like you know the Batman kind of thing where he's still alive or whatever but but I was like oh but he's still infe- like no matter what he's still infected so like he you know, come he, back. he can't come back and uh, and then like the final scene is Madeline and the daughter driving on the same road they drove on at the beginning of the movie, and she was like, on. "I'm gonna tell you about a man named James Bond," which seems kind of silly. It's like you just tell him, tell you a story about your father. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you about your dad because I never told you before. Let me so. just tell you about some random guy who I'm <laughs> still not gonna tell you is your father because I don't want you to think about that as your life. He did some dope spy shit. He was a cool motherfucker. <laughs> And he saved our lives, like, multiple times. So, I mean, I didn't hate the film. I th- like I said, I need to watch it again to really fully pre- to fully appreciate it, but it just I guess because it was just so different in that formula. I enjoyed that it was very different because it definitely, like, every aspect was like, this is it. Like, it's done after this. It just didn't feel like the stakes were that high until he got cut at the end. Like, that was when it was like, oh, shit. Now I can't do nothing. But then before that, it just it just didn't the feel stake, the stakes were all different in this movie. It just never me. nothing felt super threatening until, it, like I said, he got that shit inject uh, cut on his face and got the nanobots, and it was like, oh shit, that's an, that was an oh shit. That's moment. an ultimatum moment of like it's all over now. Well, that's what I'm saying. That that's where it felt like the stakes it's not, had never been. There's any no higher. threat there. But I'm saying there's it, no stakes there. It's over. It's well, game over. I mean that that's a stake. He has to get rid of. He choose between. It's an ultimatum and stakes are the same thing. Choose between never touching anyone ever again, or. But see, she was die. already infected. No, I guess because it was desi- the, that variant that was variant designed was to designed kill them for, too. For Blofeld. So he could be with anybody else but them. You, you you're gonna risk that though. Because, like, here's the thing, like, oh, you go to post a piece of mail, you hand it to the mailman, and that mailman takes vacation to California and gets a taco from the taco man, and then Madeline walks up, gets a taco from the taco man, bam, she's dead. She doesn't seem like a taco eater. I'm just I'm just saying. Like, that's the risk that he took, you know. He's like, if I stay alive, like, there's always a risk 
that those nanobots will worked. eventually they spread they and trigger and Put them kill. Put in quarantine! So you're gonna live in quarantine. So that see that was the choice. Either literally live in like a quarantine scenario, and and you would get to like wave hi to your daughter every now and then, and and never touch anyone ever again. It sounds like you're making fun of it, but at the same time, that's how one of your favorite movies ended. What movie was that? Blade Runner, twenty forty nine. Uh, she's yeah, in quarantine she's that in... she can't leave, and her dad's sitting there outside waving at yeah, her every day. Yeah, but that's. That's how it ended. She can't do nothing, but they're you know they're going to continue that father daughter relationship because they never got to. Yeah, he could have done it. Why was she in there in the first place in Blade Runner? Because she was infected. With or she she had no she was infected. She She had had like an immune disease, an immune deficiency to where she was just easily susceptible to like everything. That that sucks to suck, which happens, but like this is different. Whatever quarantine (laughs) parents, same thing. Whatever. He makes the gentleman decision to to. I just think they could bury all possibilities of the virus because right. all of Spectre's dead, so the virus that's out there is useless. And I then... still just think they could have done a lot better. I liked the change of pace. Overall, what would you give it though? Compared to the last, to all the the Daniel Craig ones, where does it rank? And then overall as a movie, where do you rank it? Third highest. Third highest. Out of all five. Yeah, I'd probably... I'd put it at number three. I'd probably put it at the same place, yeah. Three three or two. Spectre is just an amazing movie. Spectre is really fun. Uh, And then Skyfall, and then after No Time to Die, Casino, and Quantum of Solace. But I guess if I had to pick out of ten, between a 6.5 and a 7. Really? I thought it was good. It's above average, but I think for just compared to the previous ones, and and to be fair, it was like my I blame Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes is a good fucking director. Yeah, he makes good movies, and he the gave last us, the last Skyfall and Spectre were amazing. Were amazing Those were really good. I wish that they had gotten him yeah. back, but I guess he was filming 1917 instead. Probably, yeah. Because this movie came out a year later. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking he just didn't have time and they, he couldn't come back for it. But I just, at, when you find a good director mm-hmm. for a for, for a specific franchise, much like you Harry need Potter, to hold it on to that. Like it took him till the fifth Harry Potter movie to find David Yates, and now yeah. he's done every single movie, even the Fantastic yeah. Beasts since then, because he he's understands it. Yeah. But it's like. You got someone that understood it. Sam Mendes did a great job. I would have waited. I wouldn't have tried to hustle this movie out. Yeah, it would be interesting to see, like, Sam... Because I think, I think the few little problems we had with, like, the villainy storyline stuff and whatnot probably would have been a little, like, better crafted with Sam Mendes. Like I said, some of it just yeah, felt and really like, loose. The thing is, like, when you work on a project so long, it becomes, like, your life. Right. Like, and Sam Mendes would have been right there being, like, knowing exactly what needs to go where... And the thing is, like I said, it, it just felt like, I, I don't know, it, it just felt like loose for a, for an almost three hour movie that you're supposed to be invested yeah. in as the final installment. A lot of it felt really loose and, and yeah, vague. And like, yeah, the biggest gripes I have is like, we get a new villain introduced for the last thing. It's like, this is supposed to be the big last two boss. That's to be why the I big said it, building should, thing. it should have been Blofeld. And yeah, like, it would have been cool if, like, Spectre came up to be big and they kind of just wrote him off. Because, I mean, he, like, he, thought he, he thought he took out Spectre, but what better way yeah. to think that you've won than to 
I mean, Spectre's back. Yeah, like they're, they're, they're not dead. I mean, it would have been cool if like Spectre did all the like virus things, it, you know. Okay, which this it is what seemed it felt like, like that's what it was gonna be, but psych, Rami Malek. It felt like I was rewatching Rise of Skywalker. It almost felt like throughout the movie they were making quick changes yeah. to the overall plot yeah, that okay, were kind yeah, of loose. That were like, okay, I just have to accept these yeah. choices. But it's like, this is the final installment. You're supposed to really connect it to the others, but yeah. all the connections they got rid of. There was no real... The only connection they had really was Blofeld, and they killed him off. There was nothing else harking back to any other movie except the very beginning. I don't know. I, I liked it. It's not my favorite. It's sad to see Daniel Craig go out like this. I didn't think he would get killed. I thought he would have ended up happily yeah, ever after. Surprising that he doesn't. Yeah, he's which, dead. Which is another he's, thing that's like, well, really? You're gonna just kill him? It's mm-hmm. like... He the, makes in, the ultimate sacrifice for the greater good. This is what I thought exactly was cool. Exactly what a double O would do. And this is what I thought was cool about the James Bond franchise. Like, they reboot it so often. Yeah. But... Only for, like, a couple of choices, they could have all been considered canon. Yeah. If the character... Like, James Bond is, like, the the identity. The identity That's not name. his real yeah. name. Yeah, That's yeah. what the name is yeah. for 007. That's his work name. Yeah. And, like, each one, they would retire or whatever, and he'd go to a new one. Because, like, in Casino yeah. Royale, we literally see him become a double O. And then this final yeah. one, he dies. So, I mean, other than... That uh, Blofeld was a character that's been in before. Was he? But they kept M. M had been yeah, Judy Dench for how been, long? Yeah, Judy Dench for And then the other guy for how long? It's yeah. like, you could have technically been all canon, but now that you've killed him, it's like... They just get a new James Bond now. But you can't... It's like, I, 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 you've killed him. I, I feel like it's it's not like Optimus Prime. You, can't, you can kill Optimus Prime and bring him back. I don't feel like it, once you've killed off a character as big as like James Bond, I feel like it's hard to just. What's the difference between changing James Bonds and killing the James Bond? Because none of them have been killed off; they just reboot him ever so often. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. but now you've what actually. What happens to the old guy though? I mean, he eventually dies. I'm not. I mean, in real life, maybe, but I'm saying though, like. Pierce, Pierce Brosnan's James Bond will never come back, despite the fact that he's still alive as James Bond. No one I mean, cares. I'm just saying... Sean Connery's James Bond is retired. He's as big so. a character as is, once you kill them off, it's hard to reboot it and just start over again like that. I I feel. Because even though even though they've technically rebooted all the James Bonds every time they get a new actor, they didn't feel like a reboot. Maybe they won't this they time. They just either. felt like a, the next one. And they just changed the actor. But now you've Maybe killed off like the character. It's gonna. Fe- I just think it's gonna feel weird unless you really have a fucking quality ass story. I just. I, just, I don't if know. They just make another it. James Bond movie. It's just gonna be another James Bond with a new James Bond. I don't know. It's just and a new it's cast just, here. I just think it's weird to me. If they the kept M the same, if it's the same M guy in the new James Bond that they redo. And that's another thing. It, 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 what if it, they keep all the cast the same and they just get a new James Bond? That's what's going to make it even more confusing. And it's like, it's a reboot, but it's in the same universe. And that, that's where it's going to get... That's where, Because, see, they didn't keep... What if, like, we don't character. get another James Bond movie for, like, another, like, ten years and they get the same guy to play him? And, that, like, that's it. That'd be fine. That'd be different. But it's like... But if you get all multiple characters back, then it, it just puts it into that same universe. And it's like, oh... 
James Bond died, but you're also named so James Bond. So one character is fine, more than one, it starts getting, is this in the same universe? It gets hairy. Well, think, I mean, seriously, think about that, because, I mean, all the other James Bonds, the only repeating character really has been M and whatever James Bond was there at the time. Yeah. Nobody else. Okay, so they'll probably do that again, then. Maybe. I don't know if Ralph Fiennes are just going to come back as him or not. It'd be interesting. An old-ass Ralph Fiennes. He's already old. <laughs> well, in ten years, he's going to be even older. We're not going to be able to tell. He's going to look exactly the same. I don't know. We, we need to finish up. We're in an hour 40. But yes, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'd give it like a four out of five. I really enjoyed it. You and your stupid five I liked the. System. I liked the change of pace. I liked the new the new style of, of threats and skills and stuff. I will say, like, it was kind of odd to have, like, Spectre be just written off, but it was like, oh, there's a big new bad guy, but it was the last one, and it was like, oh, why are we giving a new as, bad guy as big as Spectre, for the last movie? I just didn't think so. Didn't go out on, like, the big, like, hoorah, like, we have finally defeated Spectre. But he did Spectre. go out with a big bang. But instead of going out with a big bang of defeating Spectre, he went out with a big bang of, of dying in a big bang. Fire and brimstone. As, as for, like, all of them, yeah, I mean, I put in, like, the top two, top three. Of... As a whole, I, I mean, I like the, I like the franchise, but like I said, when when you've got a franchise that's... Some good James Bond stuff. The, I, don't, I don't see any James Bond as, like, a certain... Like, each James Bond, I don't see their first movie and their last movie like a saga. Yeah. Like I said, it's just hard yeah. to see them like that. They've all yeah. been... They all just this felt is, like they continued yeah, they've off each other. Yeah, they've all been individual But now, like I said, that you've stuff. killed the character. It's like... How do you... I mean, It'll yes, you could just reboot and next. go on, but this is like a big thing in cinema. This has never happened before. James Bond's dead. Yeah. Over 50 years, and he finally gets killed. Yeah. And it's like, do you reboot it? Or do you do what even Daniel Craig said? You just decide to continue the franchise, but with a new female character... Yeah. That's better than James Bond. Stop bringing yeah. back James Bond. James Bond's gone now, He's and we dead. move on to 003. That's what. I, well, make it still be 007, but I'm well, just yeah, saying, yeah, no, James 007. Bond. But yeah, it's not is James dead. Bond anymore. Yeah, yeah. Move on. Yeah, that's the that's the huge rumor that we've been getting for the past three years is the female James Bond coming in, which we get like a slight hint in this. We movie. did, and I'm so she glad it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I would, everyone was immediately when they said that, they were like, "Oh, he's being replaced." And it's like, no, she really didn't no. replace him. She was her own character. He, he was retired. And yeah, and it, it, they didn't... It did well with the story. They didn't that. bash it. Yeah. It wasn't as, like... I, at first, it made me think that they were doing, like, we've been talking about, like, whitewashing and gender washing and whatever you can do to get away with it. Instead of making an original fucking character yeah. like a normal person, let's just change one. Yeah. It was good that she was her own character outside of yeah. just, like, ah, oh, let's make a female James Bond. It's like... Let's not but do that. I, I, I like would, Daniel Craig's idea of, like, James Bond's done. Let's get a female agent. It's not going to be Jacqueline Bond. It's not going to be a female James Bond. Jackie we're, Bond. We're going to have a new character, full new name, that will take the 007 title. And see, if they were smart enough, they would just continue with the way the franchise is mm -hmm. with the same characters. And with the chick, yeah. And use the chick that yeah. they just hired. It's perfect. But, but I don't know if they're going to and I think that would be fine, and that's and then they could take that. That's a different way to take the franchise, but because James Bond is so big, I would I would I would really be super down for that if yeah if she takes back the 007 title and she becomes 007. She's a really good actor. She did a really good job. I liked it. 
But who she, knows, honestly, when... She had some good fight scenes and gunplay in the movie here and there, and I was like, yeah, she can... I think she could hold it. But who knows when or if we're going to get another James Bond now that Jeff Bezos owns it. You would think because it's him and he wants to monetize the shit out of that. Yeah. But... We'll see. I don't know. Anyway, we have a Twitter. It's at expect E-N-T-M-T. At expect E-N-T-M-T. You ain't got no alibi. You're ugly. Tell us what you thought of the movie. I did it better this time than the four, last time. Four out of five stars, one out of three stars, one out of ten, seven out of ten. Did you find that he had time to die? Did you have time to go to the bathroom during this three-hour movie? I did, but I didn't. Did you like the play on words that there was no time to die and he only had nine minutes to destroy the island? Did he have time to make a decision about life or death? Who knows? Honestly, that was one thing I wanted to talk about real quick before we before we ended. Uh, you just reminded me. I really liked the one word titles for the James movies, like Skyfall, Spectre. Oh, yeah. I mean, the first two didn't, but um, I I didn't really. I wasn't crazy about this title. Yeah, I no didn't time like to this die. title either. It was very weird. But I mean, it make it makes sense. He he literally didn't stop. But yeah, he had no time to die. Yeah, he had stuff he had to do. Yep. But anyway. That being said, hopefully it won't be too long before we get more James Bond, but at the same time, hopefully we get a little break. Yep. I, I, I like... I think everyone needs time to process. It's import- I think it's very important to take a good break and readjust and re-look at everything. But I'm going to be highly upset in three months when it hits 2022 and they, <laughs> they announce the, and new, immediately the next actor to play James Bond, and I'll just be like... Really, you didn't give anybody any time. And there's, Henry Cavill says he wants to be James Bond, and it's like... Just no. take a break. James Bond can't be a huge, big, buff arm reloader. They can CGI it down. It's not a mustache. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a, a lot different than a mustache. Muscles man. are easier to tone down than mustaches. Plus it's under a coat, so you don't have to deal with all the different movements of the muscles. It's just like left, right, left, right. Make him have skinny arms. All right. Anyway. I'm still Glenn. And I at the end of this episode. S- Still Tanner until the next episode, then I'm gonna be somebody else. And good old 007 Death Clock. Oh, that was another really cool shot in the movie when he actually walked down the tunnel and, yep, and did killed the quick him. shot. He, he did it. Yeah. They did it at the beginning good. of the movie too. I don't, I, they shouldn't have put that in if they were gonna do it like in the movie. Oh well, I mean you gotta always do. But that. that the but at the same time, that could have been like the opening shot. Yeah, but that was so late in the movie. I know it was. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying like a shot like that yeah. to replace yeah. that actual the actual yeah. like normal yeah. one. It's yeah. like, oh, let's be different. Let's do it, but let's yeah. do it. No. Anyway, that being said, I'm gonna sign off. Again. Join us next time on the Price is Right. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to think I'm of the theme song for the Price is Right. You're right. I was thinking of Family Feud for a second. Okay, we're 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 leaving. Yeah, we're done. Goodbye. Have a good time, and once again, shake it, don't stir it. I don't give a damn.